From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Welcome one, welcome all. We are glad you are with us. Thanks, as always. Bill Michael Show on the air, and uh, we've got Thanksgiving right around the corner tomorrow. And if you're just tuning us in, you're finding out that the game tomorrow night between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens has been postponed. It will take place on Sunday uh, as of right now. And uh, that's because of COVID, obviously. And uh, we'll just have to wait and see if it's played at all. But nevertheless, it has been postponed, which is disappointing. I, I'm completely there with you. Completely there with you because I uh, was really – that was the game that I think I was looking forward to the most coming up uh, tomorrow was to hunker down tomorrow night, just kick back, relax, and watch that one. And instead, we're not going to have a chance to. So that's disappointing. I uh, got a couple other uh, notes here that I'm going to get to uh, from people that had emailed a little bit earlier. I want to get into all of that as well. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving, and duh. And um, one of the things that I wanted to ask is, and, and I get a lot of this. Um, you know, when you get to this time of year, we talk about a lot of goofy stuff. Obviously, you get into bad Christmas gifts at Christmas time. You you know talk about goofy Valentine's Day stuff uh, at that particular point in the season. But uh, tomorrow we were talking about the the cooking, and uh, I'm actually going to see some friends tomorrow. So for the first time in a long time, I'm not doing a ton of cooking. Uh, even back, you know, um, years and years ago when it was just me and the dogs, we would actually have like Thanksgiving dinner. I would go buy like a small turkey. The one year we had turkey log, it was pretty. It was pretty cool. This this. I don't know, it was like a, a, either a Stouffer's or a Swanson or something like that. It, came, it was a turkey log, and it came in a tin pan. But I made that for me and the dogs. Uh, it was me and Mickey and Elmo. And I actually took these platforms and put these platforms on five-gallon buckets and picked the dogs up. And, then, you know, I got bigger dogs. My dogs are about 75 pounds. And I sat them up on these big platforms, and we all sat at the dinner table. It was pretty pathetic when you think about it. <laughs> so, but... I put their plates on the table, and they weren't leaving the table. So they sat right there and ate their plates right off the table. So it was me and the dogs, and we had like a thir- turkey Thanksgiving dinner. It was just me and me and me and my boys, you know. And uh, so the last few years when I was married, obviously I'm cooking, and I'm not now. So I am. Uh, I'm, I was kind of thinking of what I was going to do and got some friends and uh, going to go see some friends, and uh, which I'm looking forward to. But what is, you know, when you always start going to other people's houses and you start to think about things you can bring, and people say, what do you want to bring this and this? You ever been asked to bring something you absolutely positively just don't like? You're like, oh, yeah, okay, I, I can bring that. For me, for me, okay? Now, other people may love it, but I, I'm looking at, I posted this on Twitter and on Facebook, and uh, some of you are down the same thought process as me. People look at the green bean casserole as like an absolute positive necessity and staple staple of Thanksgiving dinner. I don't mind it. I, I Look, my mom used to make it. I'm not a big fan, but if it's there, I don't mind it. 
you know? But, but, quadruple uh, OG Larry just tweeted me, and he, he nailed it. I am not, and I know we live in the state of cranberries. I get it, and I'm going to PO all the cranberry farmers right here right now. But I, I can't do cranberries. It's a mental thing more than it is actually eating cranberries. Like, if I have a cranberry muffin, I'm okay with that. You know, I can do that. I've, and I'll support you in that aspect. I've done the, the cranberries in the uh, the dry roasted stuff, you know, when you do the dried out cranberries and you've kind of eaten them. But when it comes to a full bowl of cranberries, not the sauce, not the stuff you get out of a can you slice up. I'm talking about cranberries, okay? Can't do it. Can't do it. And this is, this is the God's honest truth grossest description as to why and if you got a queasy stomach uh, turn 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 the radio off for just about 30 seconds um for those of you that are parents that have ever seen your kids born you know exactly what i'm talking about can't do cranberries i can't it's just it's a mental it's like guacamole i can't do guac people love guacamole i can't do guacamole guacamole looks like if you put guacamole in a baby diaper there you have it there's that, you know, cranberries can't do it. My daughter was born. I'm like, oh my god, there's my daughter Danielle. Great, and then blah. I'm like, oh, good night, sweet prince. I'm out. Just ruined Thanksgiving for me. So I can't do that. Other than that, I'm good. Not like a big key lime pie person or anything like that. I think key lime's good, but I'm tradition, man. Give me, give me turkey. Load me up with mashed potatoes. Anything that's going to put me to sleep. Uh, you can do the casseroles. That's fine. You know, you can do the stuffing. God, you know, I love my mom's stuffing. I, I always have. I figured out how to make it a few years back, so I can make that. Um, some people do the sweet potato and the marshmallows and stuff. That is an acquired taste. So I'm not, uh, that's not a staple of my Thanksgiving day, you know, roundup, so to speak. Some people it is. And and I get it. I've Look, I've, I've had it. It is what it is. But uh, but cranberries do it for me. I just can't. I can't get past the look. I, I can't. It's one of those things where I, if I start to bring it in my mouth, I start shaking. It's it's just ugh. can't do it. <laughs> so uh, one thing you cannot stomach on Thanksgiving is what? And Bob says Detroit Lions football and Dallas Cowboys football. You know what? I think their fans would agree with you at this point. No doubt. <laughs> But I can't do it. Cranberries, nah, not not good, not good. Uh, this is from Bonanza Bob, who says, uh, "My grandfather drinking a lot of burger beer from years ago. Burger beer, really? Burger beer years ago? That I mean, that was originally brewed in Cincinnati, and I think it still is. So if you're drinking burger beer, where are you listening to us at? Uh, my grandfather drinking burger beer and then telling everybody every time he lifts up to one side or the other." Oh, that's just the beer talking. <laughs> Was not one of my greatest memories as a child growing up for Thanksgiving. There you go. Oh, my goodness. 855-830-8648. We'll just take, a, take a, a, a poll here through the end of this segment into the next one. What is, if you could do without, one thing that's become a staple in most households when it comes to Thanksgiving dinner, what would it be? What would it be? Joe, you guys got anything going on back there? What do you guys think? Anything in particular? I'm pathetic. I mean, I 
the stuffing to me, number one, is is the worst thing. I I, I hate stuffing. And it, like for me, you know, I'm all about trying to cut out carbs in my diet when I can. I'm certainly not gonna subject myself to stuffing on Thanksgiving and, and take in unwanted carbs. I, I yeah. just I just don't care for the taste of stuffing. Um I, look, if you put too much sage in it, it sucks. It, it's it sucks either it, way. Too the, much, the, yeah. Too much sage in it. I'll agree with you there. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't matter what you do to the stuffing. I, I just, I will pass on it every single time. I just, I cannot do stuffing. Um, and I'm with you on cranberries too. Like when I eat cranberries, like my mouth ha- gets like this, like weird, like reaction where you like, where it, like puckers. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, I know. I get it. Like, I got to be careful what I say here so people don't make, like, weird, like, that's what she said jokes. Um, right. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like I just – I, like, react funny to when I eat cranberries. So I stay away from cranberries. And you know what else I don't like are casseroles. Like, why does – why do we have to have casseroles on Thanksgiving? I mean, to me, it's just it's just a bunch of food. You mix it together and expect mm-hmm. it to be good. I'll I'll pass with casserole. Like for me, I'm very simple. Give me the turkey, give me the mashed potatoes, and give me a very simple vegetable like broccoli, sautéed in olive yeah. oil and garlic. There you go. That's my Thanksgiving. How are we looking? There you go. That's it. There you have it. So let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get your thoughts on this. Uh, <laughs> C says you can do without the in-laws. I get it. Uh, Steven says, yeah, I can't do pumpkin pie. I've been allergic to it since I was a kid. I have to stick with key lime pie. I can't believe you don't like key lime pie. It's not that I don't like it. It's just not my pie of choice. If I have two staples of pie, I am going strictly with apple and pumpkin. Pecan, okay, a little bit if it's done right, but it's apple and pumpkin. And apple's probably my first, pumpkin is my second, but I will be at Baker Square going through the drive-thru picking up about 47 of those pumpkin pies. And, and, and going back to the thought of stuffing and, and carbs, the, t- tomorrow is the one day that I allow myself to just go go crazy. I'll, I'll go crazy. Now, I do every now and then I'll go down and do Italian or something like that at Calderon Club. But tomorrow is going to be the carb day, and then on Friday will be the hit the gym hard day and uh, maybe uh, do the x lax shake or something like that. Uh, let's do this. We'll go ahead and take a quick break. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up this portion of the program. Brought to you by our friends of the Biofuels Association. Look, if you're out there cruising around, you got a flex fuel vehicle, you can do 85% of what some of the electric vehicles do, and that is save the environment 85%. You're cutting any emissions and such. And you're doing it without spending a lot of money on an electric vehicle, as a matter of fact. And if you got a car that's newer than 2001, chances are you can run unleaded 88 through it. And I highly recommend you do. Not only are you doing something good for the environment, but in a time in which we're all trying to be cognizant of shopping local, you ho- you help the local farmers, you help the local truck drivers, the refinery workers here in our area. Not the big oil companies, but here in our area. Remember that. Remember that when you go. Uh, remember that when you go to the pump. And if you got a, a, a gas station, fueling station that gives you unleaded 88 option and you got a, car, got a car newer than 2001, chances are you can run that through there. If you want all the facts, the facts, go to um, uh, go to abetterfuel.org. That is abetterfuel.org. And be an advocate for the farmers and such right here in our own backyard. abetterfuel.org. That's abetterfuel.org. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michaels Show. What can you do without on Thanksgiving? More coming up right after this. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. 
Welcome back. Hey, our friends at Schulze Family Farms Beef, they are uh, I'm telling you, the holidays are here. Everybody knows that, right? Good stuff. So uh, so give them a shout. Cold weather, holidays, all that kind of stuff, bleh, whatever. Maybe you put away the grill. But they have been serving up uh, pasture-raised beef, high quality, from their Humbird, Wisconsin farm to uh, Midwesterners for three generations. And we're staying out of the stores. We're doing our best, right? But you can choose from a wide variety of steaks and chops and burgers and hot dogs and brats and roasts. And you get a curated gift box or maybe even maybe even create your own. Uh, and it's all going to be packed up, dry ice, and it's going to arrive on your doorstep in just a couple of days. And they have great meats that you need right now for stews and chilies and soups. You can check out that Facebook page for great recipes and new for the holidays. Tomahawk, ribeyes, perfect for a, a small gathering, if you will. And But those things are going to sell out. So if you uh, are thinking of those, uh, by all means, go to their website and get them because you got to get them now. And uh, they've got Instapot dinners now there as well. Go to the website. Again, SholzeFamilyBeef.com, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SholzeFamilyBeef.com. That is SholzeFamilyBeef.com. So uh, let's do this. Sam is producing in the studio as well with uh, Radio Joe. Evan is off. And uh, we're talking about things that you can do without uh, at your Thanksgiving feast and on Thanksgiving Day. Sam, anything that uh, you just uh, look at and go blech? Yeah, I'm right there with you guys. When it comes to the cranberry sauce, I mean, I've never ate that in my life. And it's just the, the, the look of it is the most detesting part of it. So that I yep. cannot do without. I'm kind of uh, on the opposite. I love stuffing. And maybe it's just the way my mom makes it and all that, but... Man, when it comes to Thanksgiving, like I am like, hey, make as much stuffing as you can because I will eat it no matter what. But mm-hmm. I agree, it does need to be made right because I've been to other Thanksgiving meals and it's just, I don't know, something's, something's not right. However, I will say this, though. I am not a big fan of turkey. Uh, my really? Fa- okay. My family and I, we actually provide like ham and turkey at Thanksgiving because most of my family is the same way. And the only way I can really eat turkey is if I like just absolutely drown it in gravy. So that's probably, I mean, cranberry sauce and then turkey is probably one and two for me. Well, see, okay. when I get, when I, when I eat turkey, now this, this isn't good for you, but I love the skin. Gotta have the skin with the turkey all day, every day. Never oh, tried that. The roasted skin. Oh, so good. So mm-hmm. good. Mm. Yep. And I like, I like I, that. I like the dark meat too, which also uh, isn't good for you. Which you know what the dark meat—that's the drumsticks—and I can I grub one of those. I feel like a king when I've got those things. Absolutely, I can grub one of those down. There's no problem with that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good stuff right there. I feel like I'm like I should be wearing one of those big velvet robes and a giant crown and such. Yeah, when I eat that, that's 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 good stuff. Yeah, without a doubt. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. So there you go. That's what what, what that's what we think. That's what we think. What do you think? 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. Ryan says, when it comes to Thanksgiving, not happy about all of it. Uh, James says, uh, most of the Baker Squares, as you mentioned, have closed. Not the one in Brookfield. That's the one that I go to. So uh, I've gone on there, and they've got that, that Pumpkin Supreme. Oh. oh, yeah. They got that big pie filling with the Pumpkin Supreme, and then they got the regular Harvest Pumpkin Pumpkin Pie, and then they've got the Country Apple. Apple pie. If you get real crazy, you throw French silk in there or a southern pecan. 
But uh, but no, that's that's what I go with. I go with those three pies, and that's you bring those to a party, you're a hit. You're you're like you're like George Costanza showing up with Twinkies and ring dings and Pepsi, and you're good to go because this pies make everybody happy. Good stuff with the pies. Uh, this one is from Sam. Says first off, Joe's anti-American for not liking stuffing. But no, for sure, on the cranberry sauce, and please keep the sweet potatoes away from Thanksgiving. Anything you have to add a pound of brown sugar to to make it taste good is awful. Um, this one's uh, from Manny. Manny says, uh, cannot stand cranberries. Not a big fan of the green bean casserole. Uh, my mom never made it right. She always tried to copy my grandmother's recipe, could never get it right, and always tastes like somebody dropped a burnt cigarette in the mix. <laughs> Uh, is your mom a smoker, Manny? I'd start there. If your mom's a smoker and she's doing it over the pot, then maybe that's a problem. Um, Joseph says scalloped potatoes. Nothing like throwing potatoes and cheese and gook all together and calling it a creamy mess and a delectable delight. Uh, you know what? That's like a casserole that I can live with. When you do the scalloped potatoes in a big casserole dish, that's not bad. Because that, that's you can you can live with that, with, especially with like five cheeses in there. Any cheese you can possibly find. Uh, oh, yeah. I'd do that in a heartbeat. Uh, Martin says, uh, two things I cannot stand on Thanksgiving. One is cranberries. Two is my mother-in-law. <laughs> She's a nitpicky word I can't say on the radio. Uh, tells me to get my feet off the table. It's my damn house. If I want to put my feet up and watch football, damn it, I'll do so. If she keeps yelling at me, I'm going to ruin the furniture and it's going to cost me money. And I look at her and think to myself, you be where you get the money. It's my money. I'll do what I want. All right. Well, there you have it. <laughs> uh, Fran says, we always do pumpkin shakes, but I can't stand pumpkin shakes, so I have to get a chocolate one. I know I'm different, but so be it. Uh, you know what? I, who does pumpkin shakes? Does I mean, well, I guess McDonald's is open, right, on Thanksgiving, or does McDonald's close on Thanksgiving? They have the pumpkin shakes, I think, right? Uh, Brendan says, I'm not a fan of cranberries, can do without the green bean casserole, and I've never been a big fan of turkey. It always dries out. My mom always baked it too long. Um, yeah, if you bake a, a turkey too long in the oven and you don't baste that thing right, yeah, your, your bird's going to. I just found out that the real, the, the best way to cook your turkey is upside down because then all the juice stays within the turkey and it runs into the, the, the turkey breast area rather than kind of draining out of the bottom. I did not know that. I've always basted my turkey uh, right side up with the way it looks in, you know, like the the Norman Rockwell paintings, that type of thing. Didn't know that. Who's had a bacon-wrapped turkey? Joe, you or Sam ever had a bacon-wrapped turkey? Never in my life and probably not as long as my mom's cooking. Okay. Um, the the girl that I'm dating, Kristen, she that's what she makes. And she makes bacon-wrapped turkey. So I'm I'm about to have, I think, a taste of bacon-wrapped turkey this year. So I'm uh, a little bit uh, – I've never had one. I'm up for anything. I'll try anything. And bacon oh, and turkey it never sounds bad together. So I'm up for that. But, uh, but yeah, I've never had the bacon-wrapped turkey. I'm impressed, Bill. I'm impressed. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, hopefully uh, you'll be impressed again tomorrow, Mike, when your team, uh, your team plays. Well, thank you, Bill. You're welcome. How are we looking? Uh, tomorrow, by the way, uh, when you talk about your turkey day, the Lions kick things off tomorrow morning. Uh, that is a uh, 11.30 Central Time kickoff, the Lions and the Texans. And then after that, at 3.30 Central, the Cowboys at home hosting the Washington football team. So between these four teams, okay, you have 13 total wins. 
That just sucks. Three and seven Texans against the four and six Lions. Three and seven football team against the three and seven Cowboys. And what you were supposed to have tomorrow night between the six and four Ravens and the ten and zero Steelers is now that game has been postponed until Sunday because of COVID. So that's a disappointment. I was really looking forward to that game tomorrow night. That's disappointing. Uh, 855-830-8648. Hey, speaking of Thanksgiving, if you're looking for a great deal, uh, you do the Thanksgiving dinner, you don't eat the food that you think sucks, and you eat the food probably way too much of it, the stuff that you really enjoy, and then you got to get away. You just got to go someplace and unbuckle your pants. Here's a great deal going on right now, a real affordable price, by the way. My friends at the fabulous Four Seasons Island Resort, they've got an amazing deal. You buy Friday night, they'll give you Saturday night for free. You heard me right. It's a one-tank trip up to Pembine, Wisconsin, the waterfall capital of Wisconsin, if you want to go out and do some hiking, but 78 miles north of Green Bay. They have great dining. They have a sports bar, the Boundary Waters Pub and Grill. They've got music usually, big screen TV, all that kind of stuff. They've got indoor swimming. They've got a big indoor hot tub. You can right now book Friday night, and they will give you Saturday night for free. That's on the Menominee River up there on the island, okay? And Saturday night, free, by the way. Did I say that? Saturday night, free. Call them. This deal is right now, and it's going to sell out. And if you haven't booked it already and your in-laws are going to drive you nuts, call them. 715-324-5800. Stay both nights this weekend and just pay for Friday night. 715-324-5800. Tell them we sent you. 715-324-5800. It's beautiful up there. It's beautiful up there. Plus, for those that have never been there, go up and just take a look at it and imagine it not only in the summertime, but imagine it covered in snow if you want to do some snowmobiling up there in the north. 715-324-5800. Again, 715-324-5800. All right. We'll get away from the fun and the frivolity that is Thanksgiving. And coming up next, Burke Griffin, sports director for WFRV-TV, CBS 5 in Green Bay. He'll be joining us next on The Bill Michael Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Coming up tonight, the Bill Michaels Huddle back out at 6 to 8, a special Wednesday night edition. Kevin Holden, Drew Burgoyne, CBS 58, going to be here. Going to enjoy that as they're going to be on the panel. Looking forward to it this evening. It's all brought to you by our friends at Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good cranberry, grapefruit, pineapple, strawberry flavors. Go to BudLight.com. That's BudLight.com. And uh, also grabbing the opinion of those that happen to be in the in the television market, one Burke Griffin, our sports director from uh, WFRV-TV, CBS 5 in Green Bay, another CBS fine affiliate, uh, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Burke, how you been? Good, Big Bill. How you doing? We're doing well. So what is the uh, – first of all, is there a food at Thanksgiving that you cannot stand? Not a big fan of cranberries. Okay. Cranberry sauce. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think that's the it. consensus. I think between that and uh, the the uh, bean casserole, I think those are the two things that got the most comments. So that and in-laws, I think uh, got oh, uh, a lot I of got, comments. Well, yeah, in-laws for sure. But the uh, the, the, the casserole, green bean with some bacon and cheddar. Mm. 
See, now you're throwing the bacon in. Anything's good with bacon. You could put the bacon in the cranberries and maybe make it more delectable, so I would agree with you there. Hey, uh, this this Packers team, uh, an ugly loss on Sunday, and the question that we've been asking all week is, are they a good team that played poorly, or are they kind of who we thought they were? I think they're a good team that played poorly. They're definitely not great, but if you look at the NFC, it's pretty wide open. I mean, you've got six or seven teams on any given Sunday – depending on who's hurt and who's in the lineup and who's not, that can beat anybody. I mean, we saw what they did in New Orleans against the Saints. And, you know, prior to Drew Brees' injury, you thought, okay, maybe that's the team after they beat Tampa Bay and then Tampa Bay. It just, it's just been this round robin of good teams, and I think you throw them all in there, and nobody has any clue who's going to be in that NFC Championship game this year. The uh, the Marquez Valdez Scantling anger this week. Look, he doesn't fumble. I mean, he's had some drops. There's no doubt about it. But he has gotten steadily better. I I find myself agreeing more with Aaron Rodgers on this and, and Matt Lafleur, where he's become more of a of a of a staple of the offense than he has like the goat in this game. I I I think he's ascending at this point. Give me your thoughts on Marquez Valdez Scantling. You know, I I feel pretty much the same way. When you look at the receptions versus the targets and the ratio when you compare it to, say, Devontae Adams or even, you know, Alan Lazard or Robert Cunyon, I mean, you want to be around at least 75%. He's barely above 50. So we've seen the drops. He makes the routine look difficult every now and then. But he also makes the difficult look routine. I mean, that catch in between three guys in the middle of the field, all the pass interference downfield, he can take the top off any defense. He instills fear with his length and his speed. I mean, he can fly, flat out fly. He's averaging 20 yards per catch. The frustrating part is you see these little plays here and there. For example, the fumble. Um, I think it's been a little unfair. I mean, the Twitter hate from, from fans and, you know, a guy we know, Mark Daniels, who's been in, in the business for forever. You know, poor choice of words, both online and in the press conference. I'm sure he admits that, but you can't go on, on, on someone's radio show and interrupt the entire uh, GB media for being soft when you go and apologize off to MBS and the head coach. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, well, you I know think... this market. Bill, Bill, you know this market. Yeah. It's a one, it is a one-horse town. And for everybody right. who has done TV shows and radio shows, you can't be overly critical because you can get cut off. And, and if you're one of those guys like you and me, and we've hosted – several shows with, with all kinds of players. If you badmouth guys and it gets around, they won't do your show anymore. Now, this year in the COVID environment, these Zoom press conferences have kind of changed the dynamic as a whole, and you, we see it every day. The, uh, the, the, the team itself right now, there's a lot of talk about this defense, and I'll, I'll come back to the offense, but about the defense, and Matt LaFleur again says something to the effect of we have to shore this up. And, and it's it's for as much as he says we, I mean, it's Mike Pettin who's got to shore these things up. You're talking about soft coverage on third and long, the inability to continually stop the run. We've talked about this ad nauseum. Is this a defense that has the capability? Now, they did give up just three field goals when they really needed to get stops, but it wasn't like they were giving up touchdowns. Did, I don't think the defense lost them this game this past weekend. Give me your thoughts. Well, in that second half, they couldn't get off the field, and, and the offense did them zero favors by going three and out. I mean, they looked pretty gassed to me. I mean, this is a group where every now and then, Darius Smith will have that big game, two and a half, three sacks, but then he has games where he just completely disappears. I think they are completely misusing Preston Smith. 
outside defensive end, he is not a linebacker. I don't care if you're playing a 3-4, you can call it a 52, two stand-up guys on the outside. He should not be covering a tight end 20 yards downfield in the seam. And, right. and it's, it's still off this year. Whatever they're doing, I mean, and, and what their, their, their method to the madness is, it is not working at all. I think this group, they don't play as fast as maybe we say with the Colts or maybe the 49ers last year or one of those where you thought, man, they are really swarming to the ball. And every time we hear Matt LaFleur talk about it, it kind of reminds me of Mike McCarthy talking about Don Tapers. I mean, it just kept happening over and over and over. And if they don't show up to run defense, they're not going to have a chance in the postseason. Talking with Burke Griffin, sports director of WFRV-TV, CBS 5 in Green Bay. I want to go back to the offense. Uh, David Bakhtiari, yesterday on the big show in Milwaukee, t- he said uh, the, the, uh, the, the offensive line took responsibility for the inability to get, uh, you know, kind of drive sustained and be able to actually run block. This team has never been a road grader run blocking offensive line. I, I, you know, I get why he says we can take responsibility for it, but does this offense against dynamic fronts, much like is about to come into Lambeau Field and the Chicago Bears, do they do they are they able to run the ball consistently in your eyes? Well, I think a big key in that Colts game, I think they made about sixty six yards total and only like three and a half yards per carry. Um, they got away from it, and Corey Lindsley leaving really changed the dynamic there. And and God bless Elton Jenkins for being able to play all the spots in the offensive line. That is just. It's rare. It doesn't happen. And, uh, you know, you got Lucas Patrick in there and then John Runyon, the rookie, and and I just don't see them as a group, even if Lindsley comes back. That's just not in their identity. It's not part of their DNA to be, like you mentioned, a road grader, Tennessee Titans, give it to Derrick Henry 35 times a game type of team. Do you think the uh, secondary is top-notch, is say top five, top ten in the National Football League for the Packers? Did we lose you? Nope. Looks like we lost uh, Burt Griffin. Um, there you go. His yeah, his cell was breaking up really, really bad. So I don't know if uh, I don't know if uh, we're able to get him back on the line. We only got a couple minutes left anyway. But uh, I, I wanted to ask him about the secondary, and I wanted to talk a little bit more about this Packers ability, uh, not to just stop the run, but like he had mentioned, to get off the field on third down and then using Preston Smith in ways that you didn't really use him a lot last year and kind of asking him to do different things. And, again, that goes back to coaching. That goes back to um, the, you know, the the play calling more than anything. So, uh, anyway, it was one of those things that I, I wanted to get into, and that's okay. If we, uh, we we lost him, we lost him. He ended up just dropping off completely. But um, some good stuff from Burke Griffin, and, and appreciate his time from uh, the CBS station, uh, WFRV-TV, up in Green Bay, uh, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Hey, our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, reminding you there's, there's, there's four things you need out of Windows and Doors. Four things. One is if you get new windows and doors, one, you want to beautify your home. You want them to work easy. You want them to look good, that type of thing. Two, you want them economical. You want to be able to save a little bit of money on heat and air conditioning. You want to keep the heat out and the, or heat, keep the cold out and the heat in and vice versa in the summertime. And then 
you want them to be uh, to add value to your home. You want to be able to boost the value of your home, especially if you're thinking about you know selling your home in the next two, three, four, five years. And then number four, you want them secure. You don't want to have to worry about putting a stick in the door or whether or not somebody can pry open your windows on the main floor or what have you. And right now, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, so many of you have taken the advice and you've gone there and you've you've bought at the initial consultation. They want to say thanks to all of you who are considering Pella Windows and Doors at this point. They want to say, look, if you're considering this, then what we would like you to do, come on in, and then if you buy that day, okay, if you buy that day, then they say, look, we'll give you an additional 5% off. That could be a chunk of change depending on how much you buy. Again, if you buy at the initial consultation, they'll give you an additional 5% off. That's from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And that's on top of no money down, no payments, and no interest for two years. You can Pella now and pay later, plus 5% bonus savings when you order at the initial consultation. Schedule that free, yes, free appointment right now. PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com. Or you can stop into the amazing Pella Experience Centers. There's one in Brookfield, one in Green Bay. Now there's one in Madison as well. And you can discover just how easy it can be to just say yes to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. So go to PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com. And uh, and get your windows and doors on because they're good stuff. I got them in my house. I've told you for a while now. I just I love them. They're just they're fantastic. So if you're looking for something like that, uh, I'm telling you, go to PellaWI.com. Give them a shot to earn your business, and uh, and they will. They will. They're that good of people. Uh, let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, basketball begins. Basketball begins, and the expectations are high, and they should be, and we'll tell you why when we come back. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Coming up, more of the Bill Michael Show next. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers getting ready to face the Chicago Bears. Now, the Packers have lost two of their last four games, including Sunday's 34-31 defeat in overtime against the Colts. Matt LaFleur. We have to execute better in all three phases it's got to be more consistent i think that's the biggest takeaway from watching the game there was elements of of really good play throughout the entire game again it comes down to the consistency at which we perform and and coach and and we got to do a better job of that the bears coming off their bye week and at five and five desperate for a win head coach matt Nagy. number one we all know about the rivalry and how you know what it means to to our organization and what it means you know, in the NFL history, that this this type of rivalry that we have in front of us. Since I've been here, we're in a position where we've won one out of three, and we know we need to change that. And Leroy Butler learned that he and Charles Woodson are semifinalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Packers left tackle David Bakhtiari congratulated Butler on the air. Hey, I, I got a question for you, though. How does it feel to be a semifinalist for the Hall of Fame? Well, Cinder, you'll be there one day. Um, <laughs> in Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back. 
Bill Michael Show. We continue on. Glad to have you here. 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Give us a shout. And the Badgers. Badger basketball is back. Badger basketball is back. Good news. And uh, when you talk about, you know, um, you know, basketball in general, um, it's just it's it's good to have it back. It's good to have it back, and hopefully they get through it. I, I mean, here's the thing. Um, you've got, you know, Wisconsin, by the way, opening up against Eastern Illinois tonight. That is going to take place at 9 o'clock, 9 o'clock Central Time tonight. So you're going to have a, a good contest coming up. Um, and then you've got uh, some other games. You've got a game in progress right now, Virginia. Uh, hosting Towson. Uh, you've got Illinois uh, a little bit later on today. Uh, you've got Ohio State playing later on today. Houston. Uh, I'm going through the top 25. Iowa, Michigan, Kentucky. You know, but you got college basketball back. That's the good news. But whether or not you're going to get these whole slew of games, because you've got Duke and, and Gardner-Webb postponed because of COVID, Tennessee and Charlotte, Eastern Washington and Oregon, all those games uh, canceled and or postponed. Because of uh, because of COVID, the good one was ba- number two Baylor taking on number eighteen Arizona State. That game not going to happen uh, because of COVID. So uh, the big question is going to be whether or not you actually get through these games, whether or not you're able to play a full twenty plus game schedule uh, this season. And and the expectations for the Badgers, I think they are as you've got a senior laden team, and that's going to happen again next year if they all decide to come back and nobody ends up going pro. But you've got a senior-laden team, a terrific job by Greg Gard from last season to propel himself not only into the coach of the year, but to bring them back from what seemingly was kind of a, a rough start to the season. And you thought, oh, boy, this, this might not work out. And uh, we protest too much too early because they came back and stormed back and played some incredibly good basketball down the stretch. And they get themselves the top spot in the Big Ten before ultimately the season was, uh, was canceled from then on out. But, uh, but boy, I, I'm looking for the Badgers. If they don't win the Big Ten, I'm looking them for, the, for them for the top two or three in the Big Ten. And, uh, and I, I, there is no reason to me that this team is not an Elite Eight competitor. Uh, minimal. Now, you know, after you get past the Elite Eight, I mean, it's just, you know, sometimes it's luck, sometimes it's injury. It's hard to predict. But my expectations are top two or three in the Big Ten and then an Elite Eight. If you're going to talk about, uh, you know, getting deep into the postseason and into that uh, bubble down there in Indianapolis. But that's my expectation. Now, Joe, I know you follow a lot uh, a, a lot of Badger stuff and Badger basketball being one of them. But do you, I mean, I, I top two or three in the Big Ten and an Elite Eight run, I think would be uh, about on par for what we expect out of this team this year, right? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Um, I think they're definitely an Elite Eight team, and I think they're definitely top three in the Big Ten. Um, the fact that this entire unit is coming back together is huge uh, because they have unfinished business. I mean, this was a team that did not have the opportunity to play in the NCAA tournament because of COVID, and it would have been a lot of fun to see them in action. The thing I keep going back on, though, is you know going back to those great Final Four teams from a few years ago. Uh, you know, with Kaminsky and with Decker, 
you know, I, I look at th- that to me is like the ceiling when it comes to Badger basketball and greatness and what you really need talent wise to get to a final four and to get to a national championship game. And I look at this group on paper and I think it is a solid group, but I just don't know if they're that good as those as those final four teams. Now, it'll be interesting. We'll see if there's some guys that can really emerge this year or maybe have huge seasons, maybe career seasons. I also think, too, you got the Davis brothers coming in, which a lot of people are talking about. Mm -hmm. And if they can provide a spark off the bench right out of the shoot, that's going to go an even longer way uh, when we talk about success for this team. Because if they're that deep, then um, I I think then the sky's the limit for the Badgers. But I I think certainly Greg Gard deserves way more respect um, than what he has gotten the last couple of years from the Badger faithful. And I think he's got a good thing going right now with this group. So um, I'm expecting a pretty good season out of this Badger team. Yep, am too as well. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to hear from the head coach of your Green Bay Packers, Matt LaFleur. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Quick Trip. They've got those take-home heat and eat meals, good stuff, just like mom would make. If you're going to watch some games tonight or maybe you're going to watch games Friday or Saturday or Sunday, you don't want to go do any cooking, you don't want to do any leftovers, stop into Quick Trip. Grab some of those things for yourself. And swipe that quick quick rewards card, and you're good to go. That's our friends over there at Quick Trip. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. 